Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We have another big show for you this week. We're going to have updates on last week's free dining discussion. And uh, there were lots of announcements coming out of Disney as part of the launch of the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Uh, We'll tell you about the new coaster, and we're going to discuss what Disney has coming up. Uh, Craig and Sean were at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios for the 25th anniversary of that park. And they're going to talk to us a little bit about that. And we have the top 10 threads from disboards.com for the month of April. And later on, Dustin tries to discover the best of the best at Walt Disney World. Stay tuned. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 703, for the week of May 6th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. What the hell is <laughs> it's that? It's Craig's chair. <laughs> it sounds like somebody's, like, farting. <laughs> Hi. High quality drum stools. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a welcome to the show, everybody. Also a welcome for you. Uh, coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Sean Thompson, Dustin West, Kathy Whirling, Corey Martin, and Grumpy Cat himself. <laughs> <laughs> he had to force the smile. He had to force the smile. Our own Craig Williams back in the production nook. That's great. Um, we got a lot to get to this week. It was a very, very busy week all around. So uh, John and Kevin are home, but they came home sick. So uh, they will be with us next week. Uh, can't wait to see them. Uh, it feels like it's been over a month now. Yeah. Right. Um, since we've since we've seen them, so we miss them, and we can't wait next week. John and Kevin back at the table, so very excited about that. And that is when we're going to be doing our Bob Memorial segment. Right. Again, I wanted to wait for them to get home before we before we did that. <clears throat> um, also, I want to let everyone know those of you who watch live, we are moving the show back to 1 p.m. Eastern time starting next week. So with next week's show, we will be going live at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and that will be the the live time going forward so back to our original time back slot. to the original back to our original time slot um <laughs> we had three great seasons on fox but they want to <laughs> boost our ratings um also want to remind everybody to check out the disneyland edition of the diz unplugged uh comes out every thursday disunplugged.com and in this week's show tony spatel reviews breakfast at Catal, one of my favorite restaurants yeah. at downtown disney and disneyland and Tom Bell chats with the founder of Bats Day. I have no idea. We'll find out. It apparently, has something to do with bats. Oh, is that the one where they all dress up in like goth outfits? Oh, is that what that is? I want to say okay. that it is. Gotham needs Tony Spatel. But it's Tom Bell. Oh, Tom Bell. Sorry. Yeah. Catalan needs Tony. So they're out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> you get Tom instead. Um, I also wanted to uh, mention our uh, our good friend Ian Glaubinger. Um, I talked about him last week. Uh, his print for Star Wars Weekends is on sale right now. We're going to have a link to it in the show notes page, disunplugged.com. This is uh, $50. It's a limited edition of $150. And uh, we want to sell them out. Um this is he's a good friend he's a good friend of ours he's a big fan of the show um, and 
he is getting a chance to realize his dream of being a Disney artist. This is something he's wanted to do for a long time. This is his big break. And I want the wind at his back. So everybody go out and show your support, please, for Ian. Um, It's a great print. He's an amazing artist. I I bought one for myself. I bought bought two. So, you know. We have a link uh, directly on the homepage. It goes right to it. Yeah, and, so, and everywhere course, else on the site. Of course, there'll be a link in the show notes page <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, we have. We're not getting anything out of this other right. than we're supporting a friend yeah. um, and a fellow Dizzer, um, who is again, like I said, realizing realizing a dream that I think a lot of people have that very few people get a shot at doing, being able to do art for Disney. Um, so he's an amazing talent. I mean, we've been we've been loving his work for a long time now, mm-hmm. and uh, so that. He got this opportunity. I'm just so happy for him, and I want to see him. I really want to see him succeed. So check it out, uh, disunplugged.com. Link there to where you can buy Ian's Star Wars print. Plus, Ian is going to be in the park signing these. Uh, I believe it's the the weekend of May 17th. Or No, I think he's just coming down to visit. Um, I don't no, he's going to be in the park signing. Okay, yeah, I don't know those. Told, I don't know that he told me that, that he was going to be in the park signing. Okay, that's cool. Uh, he's going to be on the show on the twentieth. Well, yeah, then. here in the studio on the twentieth. So, um, go check it out. Buy one, buy two, buy four, <laughs> buy ten. But uh, show your support. You get a print. You get a print. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, want to make sure everyone knows about the Diz Meet coming up, the next Diz Meet, to raise money for Give Kids the World coming up in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the weekend of June 13th. Um, I think the vast majority of us are going to be there for this. Right. Um, I think the only ones that I don't know about right now are John and Kevin. We can't make it because we that's Finley's dance recital. Aww. I know. Her first dance recital. We can't Aww. miss that. Can't miss that, no. <laughs> Yes, she can. <laughs> she won't remember. Um, oh, she finally will. Oh, yeah. But uh, so the vast majority of us will be there, minus John and Kevin, Julian, Corey. Um, but that's the weekend of June 13th through the 15th in Hershey, Pennsylvania. There should be some fun in the parks. Um, and I believe there are special rates at the hotel that are, correct me if I'm wrong, Kathy, only until May 15th. Correct. There are 149 if you book it now. It's two ninety nine after the fifteenth. So book, book it, it now. now. I should probably do the exact same thing. Which hotel is it? I don't know. They didn't tell me. Okay. <laughs> there, there will be time for uh, Hershey Park. We're going to have to. How can we not? How can mm-hmm. we not? I, uh, wooden coasters, wooden coasters. I've got to get on there. I think there's going to be Amish buggy rides to Shippensburg University too. So get excited. Are you for joking? That. Yeah. Is that, is that close? <laughs> I wish it was true. <laughs> That's the school I went to. So I'm very excited. Is to it be close, close by? Um, from Hershey? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably about 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and see. Cool. Walk around campus. So join us. Hershey, Pennsylvania, the weekend of June 13th. It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, details on that and everything we discuss in the show, as always, on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. Um, I do want to do a little follow-up to the free dining discussion that we had last week. Obviously, it was pretty accurate. Um we had said it was going to go on March uh, on May 1st, and it ended up going on May 2nd. Let me tell you why. Because um, this has been a theme this past week with Disney, and apparently they haven't learned their lesson yet. Um, Disney's really pissed off about these leaks of the packages, of the package discounts. They're very pissed off. Um, and they were going to teach this guy a lesson. 
Oh, really? Wow. They were going to teach this guy a lesson, and instead of, they weren't going to, they were going to make him wrong. So instead of releasing it on May 1st, they released it on May 2nd. Ooh. Yet, yet, in their brilliance, in their brilliance, they didn't make a phone call to Chase Visa. Because on the 1st, Chase Visa was sending out emails to people Here's with co- codes for free dining. Mm-hmm. And if people didn't get the code in email, they were calling Chase Visa, and Chase Visa was giving them the codes. And, of course, then people went to Disney to try and get the code. Disney's saying, there's no offer. So, you know, Disney is back to trying to control the Internet. This, I thought they had gotten past this about 13 years ago, <laughs> but apparently not. They think they're going to teach the Internet a lesson. Get your popcorn out. This is going to be fun. Okay? This is going to be fun. But free dining opens up to everybody starting tomorrow, May 7th. Um, listen, folks, it's going to be a nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Expect, if you are calling Disney yourself, expect to spend a lot of time on hold. If you're going through a travel agent, expect it to take an extended amount of time for them to get back to you. Hold times just with a Disney Visa offer were north of an hour. Um, I expect tomorrow those hold times are going to be north of two or three hours. At Ooh. least. Um, so just be aware of that. Can you sign Please. up for FastPass Plus? Yeah, right. <laughs> be, be aware of that and factor that in. But free dining opens up tomorrow, May 7th, to everybody. And uh, we had all the details last week. We'll have links on the show notes page where you can find the details mm-hmm. of the dates and the resorts that are covered. Plus, Dustin has some information on yeah. upcoming uh, or the, the new Disney Visa room-only offer. Right. Um, so I finally broke down, by the way, and got a Disney. Visa. Did you? <laughs> well, it just because I, I wanted, like, just for no for no other reason, I want to know what when this stuff is com- coming out. I mean, it was crazy. I need to get my own. I'm still on a joint account with my parents from when I was on the college program. They thought that would be a good way to start my credit, and plus, I'd get you know the uh, the gift cards uh, for the. Well, that's accounts. what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the gift cards. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. I'll just move some of the spending that goes on the Amex over to the Disney Chase Visa. Yeah, seriously, with I'll the have amount, a half a million dollars in gift cards by December. With the amount of hotel rooms and you know anything that you do on Disney property, that, all that you do, I mean, that's a good it's way to consolidate two, that. It's all two percent, two percent back. Yeah, so yeah, why not? And can can I just say as a as an agent, we'll all be on the phone tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. So, you know, if we're a little slow in getting back to you. It's probably because we're on on hold with Disney. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have the the whole music? You know it by heart. Oh, <laughs> it repeats every hour. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's some some pretty funny stories uh, mm-hmm. coming from the agents uh, at Dreams Unlimited these last few days about their hold experiences, <laughs> um, things their children are saying to them. Um, but. Uh, uh, now, last week we uh, showed you a photo that was drawn by one of our uh, one of our younger listeners, Ruby, of uh, Sean or excuse me, Craig and Dustin holding hands in the park for Gay Days. I love that. Um, and uh, we have inspired yet another artist, Mike Rocks, on our Facebook page after last week's show. Put up this photo of uh, this drawing of Craig uh, in front of a photo of the mine train. <laughs> That says I'm extremely sunburned and dehydrated, <laughs> and it's such. And they and they nailed Craig perfectly. <laughs> they, 
Although I think I think, <laughs> I think Craig's hair in the in the drawing is a uh, better uh, better groomed. Go back to the drawing. I want um, to, he has like long sleeves on with his hands tucked in. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. It's great. It's great. Um, so thank you very much for brightening my day. Um, I don't think Craig was amused, but I don't think Craig is amused by much anymore. Are you, Craig? I'm just kind of over life. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. <is> depressing. Wow. <laughs> it just Welcome to guys the podcast. Continue listening. It gets better. <laughs> our uh, our health insurance plan does cover antidepressants. <laughs> um, keep that in mind. So, all right. Now, another little story uh, I want to tell before we get started with the news or the poll results, anyway. Um, experience I had in the parks this weekend um, with... Uh, was in the parks with my mom, who's 83. A lot of you, um, if you've been on to any of our events, have met my mom. Uh, and I was with my sister Lisa and my niece Bridget. And we were, my mother really, we were at the Magic Kingdom, and my mother really wanted to eat over at Trails End. She loves Fort Wilderness, she loves Trails End. So I made uh, an ADR over Trails End for us, and we decided, I mean, we took the boat over from the Magic Kingdom. And my mom is, uh, again, 83, you know, bless her heart, man. She gets around those parks. Yeah, she does. And she's up and at it the next day, and I'm like half dead. <laughs> um, she, but that's always been the case. But uh, she has a walker, you know, that she uh, on wheels that she uses to, you know, she doesn't need a wheelchair. What we used to get before she had the walker, we would rent her a wheelchair for the day. Not She would never sat in it. She just used it basically as a walker. She just needed something to hold on to and that she wanted the exercise. Um, it's been doing great for her. She actually lost six pounds. Doctor thought something was wrong. Wow. Because she suddenly lost My mother's weight's always really consistent. But anyway, so we go and get on the boat. And I want to be really specific here. It was 4.15 on Sunday afternoon uh, on the boat heading to Fort Wilderness. It was making a stop at Wilderness Lodge. It was the yellow boat. Uh, that seemed to matter in this in this story. Um, and as we were getting ready to get on, I said to Mom, we're going to need to fold that up, uh, fold up her walker. And as I said that, the cast member, the guy driving the boat, walked by and said, no, you, you don't need to fold that up. Okay. So we get on the boat, and uh, Dustin and I were going to go sit out outside, out in front. And I said to Ma, are you okay? She's like, yeah, she's with Lisa and Bridget, and they were going to go get a seat. So Dustin and I went out front, and Mom, Lisa, and Bridget went to go get a seat. And we're sitting outside, and we hear somebody get on the loudspeaker on the boat. I'm not kidding you. Hurry up. You're holding up the line. He was talking to my mother. Oh, no. I didn't realize it at that point. I didn't think. I thought in a million years. Never. Never. First of all, I'm saying... He was talking to my mother like that. That wheelchair or that 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 walker had been up his yeah. butt. Um, but um, it wasn't until we got off at Fort Wilderness that I found out he was speaking to my mother. His name was Gene, G E N E. I have I, I've got a call, and a manager did call me back. I have to call him back so I can make sure they they get this story. Uh, got on a loudspeaker and embarrassed my eighty three year old mother because she wasn't moving fast enough. Um, they were telling her she had to fold up the walker after the guy told her he, she didn't. And so this guy gets on a loudspeaker and embarrasses my 83-year-old mother by telling her, hurry up, you're holding up the line. 
So I wanted to be repay the favor to you here, Gene. Since you like to embarrass old people on a boat with a, with a microphone, I'm going to embarrass you here on my show with a microphone. And anybody that comes across you should tell them, shame on you. Shame on you. I was pissed off, to say the least. I still am. You mess around with my mother, I'm sorry. That just, that's a thing for me. I mean, I think it'd be a thing for any of us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but then something wonderful happened. As we were leaving dinner at Trails End, which was excellent, by the way, and we get back on the boat dock, and you have the boat dock that goes to the Magic Kingdom at Fort Wilderness, then you have the one that goes to Wilderness Lodge. The boat for Wilderness Lodge pulls up, and that's one of those open-air boats. It's not the enclosed boats like the ones that go back and forth to the Magic Kingdom. And was his name Marty? Yeah. His name was Marty. He was the boat captain of that ship. And as he is driving up, full-throated, singing Zippity-Doo-Dah, and singing it well, singing it well, big smile on his face, saying hi to everybody, singing. So Marty goes into our cast member Hall of Fame this week. And here's a picture of Marty for those of you watching. Um, he is still singing in this picture, by the way. <laughs> so we have the Hall of Fame and the Hall of Shame all well, on the same day. Huh? I just I, I wanted to tell the story because we all run across cast members like Gene, um, who are better suited for I don't know maybe working at the IRS um, than they are for working in Disney World. But for every Gene, I think there's about fifty Martys. I think Martys make up the vast majority of cast members at Disney World, because one of the things we said I agree. to ourselves that day was that we ran into a lot of great cast members. Yeah. And it would have been easy for me to let Gene set the tone for the day. But Marty comes along, and Mar- I had no direct interaction with Marty. I just happened to be standing on the dock when he pulled his boat up, listening to it. And he has a really good singing voice, too. This is, you know, this is a guy who should be singing. Yeah. Um, as opposed to me, if I was singing it, you know, <laughs> children would be crying. But um, I guess I just wanted to tell the story, A, to embarrass Gene on the off chance he ever sees this, but B, to also point out to people that for every Gene, there's 50 Martys at Walt Disney World. Pay attention to them. Pay attention to them. That's why we started the Cast Member Hall of Fame on our Facebook page. So if you have a cast member that you thought went above and beyond, was really special, and you want to nominate them, just send a picture and the story to podcast at disunplugged.com, and we will get it on the show. And we have a lot to get to. Um, we've got like 15 or 16. Oh, waiting. yeah, we're getting backed up. I, yeah. I, I kind of snuck in here. <laughs> you know, Divine Right of Kings. Um, but that's, uh, that's, my, that's my little story. Um, and if you see Gene, tell him to leave Leave 83-year-old ladies alone. Um, all right. Anything else for housekeeping before we move on to the poll results from last week? Nay. Nay? Uh, uh, we have a, uh, a universal show today that we'll be filming sometime after. Are you that excited about it? <laughs> he sounds thrilled. Oh, I, I am. We have a good topic. This, this is week. excitement? Yeah. What, what is your topic this week? Oh, our topic is uh, all the bad things at Universal, but are so bad they're good. 
Did you like that twist? <laughs> Man, he's really yeah. selling this. It really is. Well, it really is. Eyebrows were raised. <laughs> it really is a fun environment. If you guys stick around, around four o'clock ish. Yeah, we're, we're doing it live today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's always a fun time. I enjoy it. So, all right. With that, let's get to the poll results from last week. We asked you last week, what do you think Disney should do with the Star Wars franchise and the theme parks? We received almost 1,500 responses to this, and the vast majority of you, 67%, said you think they should expand Star Wars at Disney's Hollywood Studios. 29% said they should create a fifth gate or a new theme park around Star Wars. And 4% of you were pretty miserable on Star Wars, saying, do nothing. Star Wars does not belong at Disney World. Nothing. So 67% say... Expand Hollywood Studios, and a lot of people saying what we've all been saying for a while: Hollywood Studios need something. It's really kind of sad now. I guess that sixty-seven percent um, has a more practical view on it than maybe a hopeful person as a Star Wars fan like I do. I would. I love, would love to see a fifth gate. Love to oh, see yeah. that, but at the same time, man, that would really spruce up Disney Hollywood Studios. The only th- the only thing I would love to see more than a Star Wars fifth gate would be a Disney villain's fifth gate. And that yeah, obviously that's that was the that was the yeah, rumor exactly, back for a long time. Several years ago. Talk about Halloween there, man. That would be awesome. And as we do every week, uh, we select one person at random who answered our poll and we give that person a fifty dollar Disney gift card. This week's winner is Nasia Leva. And I did send you an email or a, or a message on Facebook, Nasia if you're if you're watching. And uh, you need to just get me your contact information, and we will get that gift card right out to you. So, congratulations, Nasia, and we will have our uh, our poll for next week at the end of this show. So, with that, we're going to move on to the news, and we're going to talk about these announcements that Disney made this week um, as part of the Mind Train press event. Um, first of all, they announced that Mind Train would open on May twenty eighth. Uh, I seem to be the only person that is puzzled by the fact they had a grand opening for an attraction that's not open. I just I was literally just watching through a bunch of shows last night, and it was either last week or the week before. And and to quote you, you said, "There's no way they're going to open this after the press event. That's never happened before." You know, it's- and sure enough, here we are. <laughs> and. The twenty eighth is the official date, but I um, I think they're going to do some cast some um, oh they're going to have some soft launches before that. No, but normally, with yeah. every opening we've yeah. seen of every attraction that I can remember yeah. anyway, maybe there's one I missed, but of every one I've ever seen, um, there was you always had the uh, the annual pass holder previews, the mm-hmm. cast member previews. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of soft opening then a few weeks media. before, then the media event. And this time they decided to do the media event. And I think, honestly, this is part of Disney trying to teach the Internet a lesson. Get the first impression videos, because there was a lot of controls placed on this press event, more than we've ever seen with any other one, to the point where, honestly, I'm I'm thinking I don't even want to be bothered with these anymore because they are so ridiculously, they, they tried to control it so absurdly this year, this time, that... You know, it's just basically you need to be part of their marketing arm if you want to attend, and that's not us, and that's never going to be us. So I don't even, I'm not even sure what the what the value is in attending these events. But that being said, the ride itself turned out to be really cool. It is. Um, 
It is not a thrill ride. Yeah. No. Okay. This is not a coaster, even on the level of of Mine Train. You mean uh, or uh, on uh, uh, Big Thunder Mountain? No. Right. I think it was accurately said a couple of weeks ago on our show. It's somewhere between Barnstormer and Big Thunder Mountain. Correct. Ooh, uh, I can handle that. Closer, yes. <laughs> closer to Big Thunder Mountain. Um, it, it definitely goes faster than Barnstormer, okay. but there's no like big drops or anything, it and it is the smoothest coaster. It is and, the and Cadillac you, of coasters. Oh. You don't feel the the cars going side. Were they moving? Could you, you see them? But I think that also softens it up. You know, it's not that. It, I, I only think it noticed takes the that, jerking away. I only noticed that at the end of the ride, when you finally come into the load, uh, the unload platform, when your the train is finally straightening up, and you're still wobbling. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but it's very, very slight. Very slight. It's very slight. Um, animatronics are fantastic. The theming is fantastic. Um, the seats are really small. Um, yes, they are tiny. If you are tall, or you are uh, full figured like I am. Uh, this is a kind of a, a, a tight fit. Craig, I actually think you might be uncomfortable in my um, train. I'm uncomfortable because on a lot of Disney rides. And that's because, that's because you hate Disney? No, uh, like I, I haven't done the uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway in years because I can't even fit in the well, cars your anymore. These are at your chin. Yeah. You know. God, he really does look like Grumpy Cat. <laughs> well, that's because of my big bushy mustache right that now. It is the mustache. <laughs> my big bushy mustache. The sad, sad eyes. Um, <laughs> Did you guys get to see Grumpy Cat? No, but no, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of photos yeah. around. Uh, Apparently, he was yeah. at Disney World, Grumpy Cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was. Did you guys, uh, so you guys got to ride. Did they give you any restrictions on what you could do with your hands? Did you have to hold the lap bar? No. Were you allowed no. to? Okay, because one of the things I saw was that there was restrictions because um, they didn't do clearance testing in enough time. So they had this kind of like plywood round thing. Yeah, that I saw testing. that with the little sticks. Yeah, they, they tested you one of your the arm out. See if your arm gets, yeah. gets chopped off. Yeah. That was the other thing I thought was pretty brave is that they hadn't done any you know, soft openings before they put the media on this right. thing. Well, Tom Stags did it before, so I think yeah. you're safe. <laughs> Generally speaking. Yeah, uh, because who knows? You, I mean, you know, maybe they're trying to off them. Because usually with these press events, we it's not the first time we've done the attraction. Yeah. We, we, we've already been on it. We have yeah, stuff soft done. Openings, and, yeah. 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 But this was really the first time. Right. But I think, I really think the, the timing of this is all about trying to teach the internet a lesson mm. and that we're going to get it out first our way and that we're going to control what you film and what you take pictures of and what you talk about um, and if you don't speak about us positively we're not going to give you access uh, there was a couple of people we talked to that were on uh, guest passes with other venues that were saying we're trying to get you know I, I, I want to be able to say this that or the other thing on my show but I can't because I'm trying to get access um, this is one of the reasons the Diz has trouble getting access. Yeah. Uh, because we don't, you know, we don't do that. We don't play that game. And so they don't like us very much. And you know what? I will wear that as a medal of honor, personally. Um, but anyway. Did um, you see that there was, when they opened up um, Fast Passes for this? They insanity. Had, yes, 50,000. In a matter of for, like five hours. Yes. And I was one of the ones that was sitting there trying to get one. And my annual pass expires on the 12th. So I went ahead and got my new one. But it takes hours for it to then show up in your account. And I kept trying and trying and like, okay, is it there? Is it there? And I couldn't get any that first day. But the second day, I went in bright and early and I did get okay, one. Okay. And here, here's what happened to me. By the time. I was finally able to get on because we were doing a lot of running around that day. By the time I was finally able to get on that evening, 
there was like no fast passes available until like June 12th mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. The next morning, about nine o'clock, I went on. And I got one for May 28th at like 11 o'clock. Yeah, I got for 9 o'clock. Yeah. So there was a lot of glitches with with the system. Um, and, you know, one of the things that Disney's got to deal with, if you're going to push people to plan their vacations using that website and this app, keep the damn thing up. Mm-hmm. You knew what was coming, and if and you clearly, clearly again, your IT department fell asleep on the job, and did not have the processing power it needed to handle the influx of requests. And this is a constant refrain. You think that they would have learned a lesson on this by now, but I guess when you want to outsource all your IT, yeah. well, I tried when I was calling to try to. I couldn't do my annual pass online, so I called and I got the standard answer again. Well, you're not the only one that's having that problem. <laughs> oh, that just, makes it just, so much better. Just keep trying and, you know, call us back. We'll be here till 11. And it's like, okay, I have to keep calling you because I want to spend my money to go to your park. That, And then I've been trying to get the um, Anna and Elsa fast pass. That's another thing to keep in mind. And I've, <laughs> I've tried for yeah. days. I've tried numerous times. And yesterday, I'm like, what the heck? Okay, I'm just going to... Tr- personally, personally, I think the Anna and Elsa Fast Pass, uh, or actually the Anna and Elsa standby line, there should be a, a licensed clinical psychologist at the entrance to that, <laughs> that, that line to see what's wrong with you, that you will wait five hours to see a princess. So I got There's a- something wrong. There's something incredible. I know you want... Your kids want to see... No, you know what? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Anna and Elsa, they had an, an illness in the family. They had to go. They can't be here today. I'm sorry you can't see. I have five hours. Five hours. Every time I look at that standby line, it's 300 stinking minutes. Are you suggesting people that people lie to their kids that Anna yes. and Elsa That's, yes. Yes. some kind of flu? Yes. 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 <laughs> they caught the Olaf flu. And that's something I would have to do. <laughs> I, think that, I think it's time to get creative. Because if I'm staring, no matter how much I love my niece or my child, five, five I'm not waiting for five hours. <laughs> I broke down and showed Finley the, the photo with, uh, that I took with both uh, of them. Is she, she talking goes, to you yet? Yeah, she goes, I want to go. I want to meet them. Like, we will. We but will. you know, I, when I went over, so I got it at 7-something yesterday morning for 10.05, 9.05 to 10.05. And I got over there. The monorail had broken down. And I come, like, screaming in at 10 o'clock. And there was nobody in the fast pass line ahead of me. I scanned my band and I was escorted back into the room. And by ten after ten, I'd already seen. What them. was the standby line at that point? Three hundred minutes. <laughs> but but the point was, you know how the queue line goes. It wasn't outside of that because you know we've seen large crowds. So I'm wondering if they put up three hundred minutes to discourage part, people. Part of it is that I think that might happen, but also a three hundred minute wait for a character meet and greet is not going to have as many people in a queue as a continuously loading ride would because each oh, person's right. going in and spending. Three well, you or four have minutes. you know they want their autograph. Yeah. They want you know each person in the family wants their individual photo, group yeah. family photo. I did yeah. think selfies because yeah. I usually selfies. I don't usually do character meet and greets and I know I wouldn't wait five hours for it but I did think that it was a very nice see they, now what I would do is I would walk into that that meet and greet and say what are you going to do right now that is worth the five <laughs> hours I just waited are you feeding me <laughs> is there are there cocktails and luncheon meat available here because I just waited five hours 
I can't. No, I can't yeah. fathom that. I can't. And I'm I'm being facetious. Obviously, you know, if if it's something your kid, it's really important to your kids. Yeah. I do understand. I'm just being facetious. Don't be offended that I say you, you need a clinical it, psychologist. It, it was, although some of you, do. some of you some, really, do. each person has to choose what is most important to them. It was right. exciting meeting yeah. them, though. I was telling yeah. Kathy that they look great. Their dresses look amazing, and it was. I was more excited about it yeah. than I realized I would have been. <laughs> I mean, I, when I yeah. got to see them, they were so nice and in character, and Olaf like, was there. I didn't know what to say beforehand, and then I got in there like, "Oh, hi, how you doing? Is it warm enough for you here?" And it's like I don't usually do that, yeah. but this when yeah. they came over and like greeted me and walked me over, and they're like, "Oh, this is like a step above their usual yeah. meet and greets." Well, they, they they're embarrassed. Well, they're embarrassed that you just waited five hours. <laughs> I got a message on uh, one of my friends on Facebook sent me a message, and her daughter is really good friends with Anna. Uh-huh. So it was really cool going to look at her photos um, of her with Anna. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it's cool. Show that to Finley. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... Uh, we were now, talking about Mind Train. Mind Train, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to say that it's uh, the height requirement is 38 inches for this. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's a, I think it's a good height requirement. Yeah, it's only just over three feet. Yeah, yeah, so. that's for smaller kids. Yeah, this is definitely a family coaster. Definitely a family coaster. Absolutely brilliantly done, though. Brilliantly done. It's one of those classic Disney attractions. There's nothing gimmicky about it at all. You you go on the coaster, you go into the Seven Dwarfs Mine, and there they are, and they're singing and dancing. And you know, and what's amazing is you're, I think you're right. I think it is a classic attraction, and it's not open yet. It's yeah. an it's a classic. It's an instant classic. Um. And a lot of fun. Just don't, you know, anybody thinking they're going to go on there for a thrill. I mean, I think, you know, for people who don't do roller coasters and for kids, absolutely, it's it's going to be a, a little, th- a bit thrilling. You know, for anybody who's actually done, like, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, which I know a lot of coaster enthusiasts don't consider those real roller coasters. Right. Um, it's not It's not going to measure up to that, so don't go in with that expectation. But it is absolutely worth it. If I'll do it, it's 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 pretty tame. We did it twice oh, in I a row. It. Yeah. Yeah. I have no complaints, and I'm a huge roller coaster guy. I'll, I'll ride the roughest roller coasters you can get me on, but I still mm-hmm. love that. I think the last scene where Snow White's dancing with the, the seven dwarves in the cottage, oh, a great way to end that. Unbelievable. Yeah, I thought that was just yeah. incredible. The animatronics are incredible. But... Uh, so that's going to open May 28th. You can get fast passes for it now, although you're probably getting fast passes for August at this point. <laughs> um, but they do hold back. They're not selling out or they're not booking out all the fast passes available each day. So the day of, uh, if you're in the park, if you're in the park early, you stand a good chance of being able to get fast passes yeah. for it. So keep that in mind as well. Um, the other announcement that came this week were uh, over at Animal Kingdom. Um, Rivers of uh, ri- was it Rivers of Light? Rivers of Light. Rivers of Light, and Harambe Nights. Now, who is going to explain to me? That, uh, Rivers of Light is basically World of Color for Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Is what it sounds like. That's what it looks like from the artist rendering. Yeah, the artist rendering pretty much looks like it's World of Color, which is not a bad thing at all. Right. Um, could be very interesting to see how they do this. Um, I think a nighttime show at Animal Kingdom means they're going to have to keep it open past dark. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and that's what I've been saying ever since they announced Avatar Land with um, 
the inclusion of Avatar Land, which just lends itself to kind of that nighttime environment. Uh, then you add a nighttime show, plus Harambe and um, Asia. All those rides are so cool. Uh, the ones in Asia are really cool at night. And then Harambe has kind of like this nighttime uh, party atmosphere. Beyond just the Harambe Nights that has just been announced, they'll have bands and stuff out like right. that. Well, the Harambe Nights is only running through August, I believe. It's a summer It's a it's summer, a summer event. And this is basically, um, I mean, it's not inexpensive. No. Um, it's $119 or $139, depending on which one you get. But it's all you can eat, all you can drink? I'm not uh, sure. Well, I would always, I would always <laughs> pause at that. But Maybe it's, it's basically like a street yeah. festival mm-hmm. yeah. Um, with food and drink and entertainment. And then, uh, obviously, Festival of the Lion King is coming back, so you get... Special seating for Festival of the Lion King in the new in the new venue, and, and they're going to have special celebrity guests as mm-hmm. part of that show as well. I think they're doing unique shows in the Festival of Lion King Theater. I believe, is that right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think they stand on the uh, the Lion King Pride Rock and mm-hmm. they read their speech from that. Wow, that's a, that's a lie. Fantastic. you're talking to, like Mr. Gullible, okay? <laughs> Um, he b- believes pretty much anything you tell. Um, so we, we, we uh, I think June 7th is the first yeah. Harambe Nights. They're doing it on the weekends. I don't think the drinks are included. It says that there are like there's African cuisine and gourmet desserts. So I think the food and the desserts are included. But I think drinks will probably be extra. I read something there about beer. Yeah. And they'll have the yeah. bar open over at um, Tusker House. There's that... Um, like your whistle bar, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. When they've done those other things at Animal Kingdom in the evenings in the summertime, that's been fun. So I'm anxious to see how they've never done a, a ticketed event. No, but they've always no. had that atmosphere in Harambe at night with the live music has always been one of my favorite mm-hmm. things. Oh, and that summer heat's going to be wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will yeah. be very authentic to Africa. Well, Kathy's going back to her. her roots. Yes, going back to my people. Yes. <laughs> Um, Where's John with the sound bites? When yeah. we <laughs> wait, wait. I got it here somewhere. Uh, see, I'd never use this anymore. <laughs> click, click, woo. Yep. Yeah, well, can't find it. Um, but anyway, Rivers of Light, they haven't given us, there's not a, an estimated date of arrival right. uh, on that. But Sometime in the future. Sometime in the future. Uh, as part of their expansion of uh, of, a- of Animal Kingdom, and yeah. uh, so it's, it's perfect too. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm the only person, but whenever they originally announced it, I thought it was going to be like a, a nighttime boat thing, kind of like how the boats come out during Phantasmic, and you'll just see some characters on it with lights. Uh, I, I mean, I was probably way off by that, considering it sounds like World of Color, but it's the perfect way to integrate a nighttime show in there and. You know, I love World of Color. Anyone who's seen it loves it. So hopefully it won't disrupt the animals and there'll be stampedes at the end of the night. And right. yeah. all the beast of escape. Yeah. Dad? Oh. Dad? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Simba. Simba, look what you've done. All right. And the third announcement that has uh, definitely ruffled some feathers and excited some people in equal measure it's all excitement was right here. about the uh, refurb of the Polynesian um, a, they released an artist rendering of what the lobby is going to look like when they're done 
and uh, the Disney community, fan community has responded with a petition to say stop. <laughs> to no. If, you, if you're watching the video, don't do that. If you're watching the video, you can see that's the lobby, and instead of the giant. Uh, wooded uh, jungle water feature that they have. Now there's just like a statue. and it, But it opens up that lobby. There's a water feature on there. there. Yeah. If you look very, very closely under the tiki god's feet. You squint but real hard. Like but it doesn't take up 85% of the lobby. That I love that. I'm sorry. I think that, that water feature is like the signature of yeah. it's the first thing it's you beautiful. see when you walk into the Polynesian. And you know, I hate to see it go. I don't know that I'm going to sign a petition to save it. Yeah. Right. You know, some of these people are sounding like they're going to chain themselves up to this thing. This is starting to sound a little, very Mr. Toad-esque, for those yeah. of you that remember that, when they took Mr. Toad's wild ride out of the Magic Kingdom. And there were people, like, they were, like, literally protesters in the Magic Kingdom. Um, the same thing with the Adventurers Club, you know. Anything. But no, I, no I, I don't even think the Adventurers Club, it was near, not nearly as bad as it was with Mr. Toad's wild ride. Um, so I don't know. But the exciting news is that they are moving... The idea was that they were going to do Trader Sam's, which is a bar that is at the Disneyland Hotel right now, Tiki Bar. Right. They were going to do that as part of the Downtown Disney expansion, and they have decided they are putting it where it belongs, over in the Polynesian. And this is, I don't care, I don't drink, and I'm excited about this. Just, it's such a cool location. It is such a great place to hang out. I mean, every time we're out in California... The vast majority of our time, when not in the parks, has been spent at Trader Sam's. I will say, I hope they make the interior of this Trader Sam's larger than the one in Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Because we end up spending most of our time outside because it's almost impossible, even like in the afternoon, to find a seat inside of I Trader ho- Sam's. I hope that there's a way to kind of make it a little bigger so that it can hold more people, but also keep that kind of charm because it's yeah. nice to have that small, cozy area. Yeah. The thing I'm most excited about this is it's not just a complete rehash of the one in Anaheim. Yeah. So no, this is it's... called Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. So it's kind of got like a Nautilus, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea theme. There's like kind of a big sea creature tentacle coming out of the wall. I think it might be animatronic even. There's even on the in some of the concept art, you see one of the drinks is served in one of the Nautilus ships. So I oh, think there's. See, I'm, really, I'm glad yeah. that they're going to have new new uh, mugs and stuff to drink out of because that's fun to collect those. I wonder if they'll do yeah. any yeah. Swiss Family Robinson stuff with that. I would well. love that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks. It really does look uh, amazing. Um, very, very, very excited about it. I, you know, I'll be at the Polynesian can, awful lot. <laughs> well, this is what I'm. This is what I'm thinking. Is that I, I you know, with the, I got to be honest. You know, going over a couple times now and looking at the construction of those units they're building out over the water. Um, I'm this close to buying in to DVC, um, and I live here. But I think it looks amazing. I know some people are really complaining about these units over the water. I, I think it looks incredible. Yeah. And I it's think in it's the going... way now, but once it's done, it'll be a lot more yeah. low profile. And I think that's why I'm not, you know, for as much as I love the water feature in the lobby, I'm not as upset, I think, uh, as I might be otherwise. Just because I think that whatever they do, they're going to do a beautiful job yeah. with it. Um, we haven't seen a lot of bad design work coming no. out of Disney. No, no. Um, and so I, I think I've kind of learned to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think over the years that wait till we see it and then decide. But um, you know, it was also something Marty Sklar said with uh, Small World um, or out in out in uh, California when they started adding yeah. some of the characters from the animated films to Small World. He said, "It's not a museum. 
Mm-hmm. It's supposed to it's supposed it's to change. change. It's supposed to change. This is not a museum. And that turned me around on that concept that some of these iconic things at Disney should never be touched. Uh, even though I did meltdown over the Main Street Bakery, that yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so much they were changing the Main Street Bakery as they were putting it at Starbucks. Um, and I'm still waiting for Walmart to go into the castle. Um, <laughs> but I think what they're planning at the Polynesian, I'm, I'm excited about it. I love the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. It is arguably my favorite resort at Walt Disney World. It's a real challenge between that and Fort Wilderness for me. Um, and so I don't say this dispassionately, I'm, but I'm very, very excited about it. And I'm very excited about what I'm seeing at Animal Kingdom. Um, you know, you seeing yeah. some of these these things start to come out about what they're doing in the run up to Avatar Land. Yeah. And no matter what happens with Avatar Land, just having these additions are going to really spruce up that park mm-hmm. a lot. Well, you also have a general manager over at Animal Kingdom now yeah. who is Josh Tomorrow. Yeah. Who I He's think a great guy is not just a great guy, an amazing executive, and exactly exactly the kind of executive. Disney needs more of. Um, this is this is a top-notch guy, and in his hands, I think you will see Animal Kingdom do amazing things. Because I watched him reinvent Adventures by Disney and save that product. Uh, that was his post before taking over as and general that, manager. And that's exactly what he's doing with Animal Kingdom. That's exactly what he's doing with Animal Kingdom. He's coming in at a time where there's so much change happening, and I think you'll see. You know, we have to give it a little more time. I think you're really going to see his stamp on things around that park. I, I really do. He's just, if nothing else, just in how he manages his his team. I don't want to go off on a yeah. I love Josh Rand, but I do, <laughs> I do, I love him to death. He's a great guy. Um, so I'm very, very excited about all these things. So, but we are at 2:45. I knew we were going to run long today. I didn't think it was going to be that long. Be- Before we move on, did we even say that it was Polynesian Village Resort? Poly- right. Uh, that's that. Thank you. Thank you. That the okay. The name they're changing the name of the poly to the mm-hmm. poly- back to the original name, the Polynesian Village. I guess we'll have to go do the monorail crawl again. Yeah. Uh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> they got to finish the last uh, drinks around the yeah, world. No, they, so they, they, the ultimate one. So, all right, that is going to do it for the news. Um, Before we move on to rapid fire, we have a Where in the World photo for this week. For those of you listening, you can find uh, the Where in the World photo on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged. You can also find it on our show notes page, disunplugged.com. But we want you to tell us where this is. And this is a tough one, guys. This is a tough one. And for those listening, I can't even describe this. Um, yeah. I'm not going it's to. Just yeah. a <laughs> it's just okay. a pattern. I'm not going to describe could, You could go a couple like. directions with this. And, you know, if you're in the eighth grade in the bathroom. Oh, come on. Um, oh. You could go a lot of places with this photo. But uh, it could be is, a heart with, like, the bottom chopped off. Sure. <laughs> it could be a, It could be that. It yeah. could be that. The photo will be in the show notes page for you to uh, look at if you're listening, and the you can pa- come to your... The password is augmentation. <laughs> um, so, And our best description of it is, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. That's a nice way of putting Sounds it. Sounds like. <laughs> so go check that out and uh, tell us. We're tell gonna- us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Tell us where you think this photo was taken. 
the responses are going to be all over the place, I yeah. think. Don't tell us what it is. Tell us where it was taken. Yes. Doesn't matter what it looks like. <laughs> Just tell us where it was taken. So that is our Where in the World photo for this week. And we're going to move on to Rapid Fire and start out with our producer, Dustin West. I can certainly do that. I have um, some uh, Disney Visa package discounts that are being... Uh, that are available from uh, August to October this year. Uh, you do have to book them by August, uh, August eighth. August eighth, and you have to put your um, uh, deposit down with your Disney uh, Visa Chase card. Um, but they have uh, August sixteenth through August. 28, 15% at the uh, All-Stars and Pop Century. Uh, Art of Animation is 10% off at uh, August 16th through the 28th, and then 20% August 29th through October um, 3rd. So you can either get 15 or 20% off. There's a whole bunch of information in here. I'm not even reading We'll have it, yeah. You're yeah. all over the place. Yeah. There's different tiers of discounts for uh, uh, value, moderate, and deluxe. Right. Um, and different dates apply to different resorts. Yes. Uh, there'll be a link on the show notes page. And chances are this is going to be open to the general public tomorrow. Right. Okay. That's normally what happens with these. But there is there is a, a, a general public discount right now that goes through August. August. And then this one kicks in from August to October. So very interested to see mm-hmm. if they're really going to discount half the year at 30%. And this is important. This is important for those of you considering free dining. I mentioned this last week. I'm going to reiterate it again now. Be sure to f- take a look at the 30% off offer if it's made available to the general public during free dining dates. Sometimes that ends up being cheaper than free dining. Okay. Okay? So take a look at that. It's, it's important to... And I think there's different resorts that are available with this one i think this one has port orleans riverside where free dining doesn't so if you're a certain resort take a look at both offers and make sure it applies to your resort exactly all right thank you dustin jonathan all right so uh, a few weeks ago we started talking about some of the merchandise that was going to be available at the uh, co-op marketplace at downtown disney um it's kind of it's a new store they're opening up soon and they're going to have little kind of vendors inside some of it's um Merchandise. Some of it's going to be um, like bags and stuff, like Dooney and Burke, um, and even the Vera Bradley stuff. They just announced today that's going to be Cherry Tree Lane, mm-hmm. um, based on the Mary Poppins Street that the uh, the banks live on. Um, but some of that merchandise has actually been um, available on DisneyStore.com. So a lot of the Adventureland stuff, the plates, uh, mugs, some of the really trash cool can salt and pepper shakers. The salt and pepper shakers are awesome. Yeah, aren't they they're really nice shaped like the trash cans in the parks. Yeah, so even before that store opens at Downtown Disney, you can go on and buy some of the stuff. I haven't gotten anything yet. I think I want everything and I would go broke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I have a new Disney Chase Visa coming. Well, <laughs> Got to catch them all. <laughs> well, I've gone. I've been going nuts with Tiki Room stuff and Haunted Mansion stuff. Yeah. Um, you have a whole wall that's all tiki. We have one wall in the office that's all tiki. I have one wall in the office, or half a wall in the office that's all Haunted Mansion right now with some more pieces on the way. And so. It should also be noted that a lot of this merchandise is already available at Disneyland if you're making a trip out. So it's not that cool, is it, Craig? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's awesome that it's actually on DisneyStore.com. Yeah. I've already bought a couple of the things. So. I want a side-by-side of him and Grumpy Cat. I want to see separated at birth. By the end of the show? <laughs> by the end of the show. I'm allergic to cats. 
Oh, good. I'm getting one. Cool beans. I'm adopting Teresa's cat. Are you? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Is this cat more? No, it's it's Please it's going to no, no, it's Violet. The Dowager Katniss of Grantham. This is Catmore. is brilliant. <laughs> this is Catmore. It's got to be Mrs. a Down Abbey name. I've decided the cat has to no, have it. No, Mrs. Catmore. Mrs. Catmore. <laughs> and get, get another cat named Daisy. <laughs> Put it in the oven, Mrs. Catmore. Uh, if you don't watch Down Abbey, that just went right over your head. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Thank you, Sean. Kathy. Mine is Disney has put a limit on the number of frozen merchandise items that you it can really purchase. It really has gotten to this point, hasn't it? Yes, yes. And I didn't know that before there was a limit of 25 on <laughs> items, and now you can only get five for on frozen. On the frozen. Yeah, and that's no matter where you go. I think because people are putting this stuff on eBay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. why. Yeah. And then my other quickie is the Jam and Jungle Parade ends at the end of the month. 531 is the last date. i got to so. get over and see it. I've never really seen it all the way through. Yeah. I've always wanted to. You just end up, you know, oh, parade's coming. (laughs) Yeah, I never go. It just always catches you by surprise. I'm always stuck, like, in the store at the door, (laughs) and I can't get out of it, so I have to just watch. (laughs) I have a different view on it. I had to watch it every day at work, so I'm not too sad. It's it's a shame it's going away, but I understand, you know, bigger, better is coming. coming. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right, thank you, Kathy. Corey. The dates for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party were released yesterday, and the tickets also went on sale. Uh, I'm not going to rattle off all the dates. So Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party select dates through some September the 1st through October 31st, and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party select dates November 7th through December 19th. And prices, you know, vary depending on the date you go. So for Mickey's Not So Scary, the price will vary for adults $62 to $77, $57 to $72 for children, and for Mickey's Very Merry, uh, $67 to $74 for adults, and $62 to $69 for children. There you go. Is it me, or is this early? It feels I don't know. People have been asking for this, though, for weeks. So, And you can get them in My Disney Experience. You can go in and do that. And they did change the way they did the the pricing this year because it used to be like certain Fridays were more. Now it's there's a price for September and then there's a price for October. And for the Halloween party, there isn't one on November 1st where there always used to be. Hmm. So they've changed it up a little bit. Well, they're year. starting it like in oh, June. Yeah. September 1st, yeah. That's, that's early. Mm-hmm. That's way early for a Halloween party, but okay. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you, Kathy. Or Corey, excuse me. Uh, Gregory. Yeah, so now you can uh, do this for the first time this year because it's, well, it's the first time this year that Fast Pass Plus is available. You can book some of the Star Wars weekend special shows like the uh, the an Ewoks tale, my short story starring Warwick Davis or the uh, the panels that they have and uh, just, just all that stuff. You can book one per day on Fast Pass Plus um, and then get two other selections like normal. But uh, it, I, I think that's really cool. I've already taken advantage for it a couple weekends just because, uh, you know, it, a lot of these things have a lot of lines, very, very long lines, and I don't want to wait in lines. So I'm, I'm doing Fast Pass Plus, and so that's, this, that works. This is going to take the place of all those people camping out overnight to get their... Um, well, okay, they. Uh, it's not good for the, um, the celebrity signings. Okay. So those will still 
become available that very first day or whenever you get there to the park in the morning you'll still have to get a autograph fast pass okay but it doesn't count towards your fast pass pluses this is just for the shows where before they only had like a standby line from what i know i never did them is warwick davis doing a willow show yes <laughs> and an ewok willow and professor flitwick show oh great yeah just covering it all. There we go. I have no idea what any of that means. No. Nope. You don't know Willow? The magic little person? Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. He's the magic little person. <laughs> sorry. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll get it for you on Blu-ray. Thank you. All right. Thank you for that, Craig. Um, do you have something to show me, Dustin? Yeah. I do. Oops. That's on that one. I love... <laughs> having uh, having talented people with computers working for me because I say I want to see a side by side of Grumpy Cat and Craig, and that's the happiest. I've seen and that's picture. the happiest picture there is of Craig. <laughs> um, but I I do believe separated at birth is uh, we are definitely posting that on Facebook. Uh, so if you want to see Grumpy Cat side by side with Craig. Um, and if you add some ears to that b- b- uh, balloon right there, it looks like he's wearing the little Mickey hat. Too. <laughs> well done, Dustin. Well done. There's lots of happy pictures of me. There were. It was hard to find a not-so-happy one. All right. Um, now, uh, this past, uh, what was it, past Thursday, was the 25th anniversary of Disney Hollywood Studios. May 1st, yeah. May the 1st. And... Uh, Sean and Craig were in the parks. They live-streamed quite a bit. They were in the parks all day. So uh, we'll have some links to some of the live-stream stuff that they did yeah. uh, on the show notes page. But tell us about what went on. Well, we'll only talk about it a little bit because there's only a little bit to say. Um, it was a long day, but there were only three events, really. Um, the morning started off uh, at 10, p- 10 a.m. There was a rededication ceremony. Um, and so Dan Cockrell was there. And um, some characters, Mickey Mouse, Minnie, Goofy, I think that's it. Um, and then they invited some 25-year cast members that were there for the opening of the park that have worked there since the 25th. Um, they were all up on stage, and then they did this little ceremony. It was very short and to the point. They did this nice thing where they invited a guest that was there on opening day. I thought it was really cool. It was really nice. Um, they brought her up. She told a little bit of a story of when she was there for opening day. And then they did this cool thing where they did handprints, just like Grauman's Theater, um, into the cement. And so they did this kind of plaque that they will probably display somewhere. For it was a cast days. member that was there for 25 years, this, uh, uh, this guest that guest. was there mm-hmm. on opening day. Mickey. Mickey and... Uh, did Dan, Dan do it too? Yeah, okay. Dan Cockrell. Yeah. yeah. I thought the worst part about that was the the cast member, the custodial man. I don't remember what his actual name is. I don't is. remember either. But then, you know, instead of just having <laughs> the day off to relax and enjoy the park... Then whenever we're sitting waiting for the fireworks, he's walking around. It's 9 p.m. And he's still working. <laughs> <laughs> Double duty today. Now back to work. That was a long shift. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The other, the other worst part about that is when they were done putting their hands into the, the cement, when the, the one of the cast members came up to lift up the cement so that we could all see it, Mickey Mouse was in the way. He was kind of like dancing and like not paying attention. And so one of the cast members was trying to get over to the side of the cement. And I could see him. I was fairly close. I was in the first row and he said Mickey I'm going to need you to step back <laughs> he said it so like, officially and then Mickey finally heard him and then stepped away but I'm, I'm sure you could see that in the video <laughs> yelled, I'm going to need you to step back I'm going to need you to step back step off mouse <laughs> um, so yeah that was the rededication yeah. then there wasn't so much going no. on there was 
walk around the park and get the exclusive merchandise, like the shirt that Kathy's wearing, even though she didn't attend. Not bitter. Wow, bitter. bitter. <laughs> Not bitter. But uh, no, I, was, I was homesick, and my daughter went out and got this for me. See? Special. Oh. And now I feel so terrible. Wait a minute, Craig, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Craig did you put another shirt over top yes, of your other did. shirt? Did. Wasn't that nice of him? <laughs> Just because you didn't want to wear the it was same a fashion. Shirt. I was wondering. I pulled up and Craig's changing in the parking lot. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there was merchandise available. More Duffies, exclusive 25th anniversary Duffies, because that's what everyone wants. Um, the shirts, pins, a messenger bag, and then you had to walk around the park trying to find the exclusive cupcakes that they basically make for anything now. If there's there's an anniversary or a special day, they'll make a special cupcake for it. The coolest thing they did make, though, was the um, caramel apple. Yeah. They made an Earful Tower version of mm-hmm. a caramel oh, apple, wow. which was really beautiful. They had the one on display with the four... Um, Pick uh, what are those? This, sticks. Yeah, on the bottom of the apple, so it actually stood up like the earful. Where tower. did they sell that at the candy shop? Any any candy any candy place like bakeries, confectionery, whatever. All oh, those okay. Yeah. Um, then the next thing was at seven. Yeah, the, mo- the motorcade. The motorcade. So with the whole special day, celebrities. The whole day they're advertising this with special celebrities, and so we're kind of getting like a little excited. Like I didn't know who it would be. Craig was, T. Nelson, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, yeah, <laughs> JTT, Craig T. Nelson, any of those fine celebrities. But it was just characters in Camaros <laughs> driving towns. Yeah. So it was three minutes long. We actually live streamed it. Everyone was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't we we don't arrange the talent. Yeah. Um, and then finally they ended the night with special twenty fifth anniversary Incredible fireworks, fireworks. Which were beautiful. These were at nine thirty. When they do the fireworks at Hollywood Studios. They always knock them out of the park. They really well, do. They're only doing a couple of years, so they the last one was the villains, right? The villains, I, th- that I think. That was amazing. And then there'll, yeah. there'll be some for uh, Star Wars coming up. Yep. Yes. These were short. These were about eight minutes, I think. Yeah. We have a video up on Eight YouTube. minutes total. Um, but they were fantastic. The way that they, they arranged them, the music they used, it was all about um, movies and shows that involved the park. There was an interesting part where they included the Cars soundtrack, one yeah. of the songs from the Cars, which Life I thought was interesting. Highway. Yeah. But overall, it was beautiful. The yeah. finale was Be Our Guest. And they, the fireworks they did when they did like these. Um, it just reminded me of the the Disneyland fireworks where they have like a little section from each ride. That's the exact same thing they did. So they oh, started okay. with Pirates or Indiana Jones or something, and mm-hmm. then they went to another and the Muppets and all. It was a great show. I'm yeah, just great. shocked that they did this or they did the um, the media event during this. So you, mm-hmm. you, we couldn't see both. Yeah, you had, you had yeah, to be at one was, or the other. I'm surprised they had that yeah. overlap. Well. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Almost. I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm just gonna leave it alone. But uh, but you enjoyed it. It looked like it was a fun time. It was a nice way to celebrate it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, we are going to give the top ten threads on Disboards.com for the month of April, starting with number ten. Need Easter basket ideas for eleven and twelve year old boys for Maslex on the community board. Uh, number nine, uh, we talked about this last month. Maximize your FastPass Plus. Don't link your tickets to My Disney Experience on the theme parks board by Scrap Yap. I still haven't tried that, by the way. Um, um, this was a very interesting thread that people should go and read. Uh, number eight was amazed at the misinformation. Mom to Aiden and Eli on the theme parks board. And basically she talks about the sheer gross tonnage of bad information that she hears and sees, whether it be on Facebook or in the parks, 
we've all had this experience. And, you know, as she prefaces in the uh, in the post that, you know, sometimes we all get things wrong. I mean, there's so much information. I get things wrong. We get things wrong. Um, you know, there's so much information that, you know, it can happen. Mm-hmm. But some of the things she was like, you know, people were pointing out. She asked, what misinformation have you seen on Facebook or on the boards or overheard in the parks? So really funny stuff. So go check that out. Again, we'll have links to all this in the show notes page. Diz Unplugged. Dot com. That was the number eight thread. Um, number seven uh, was uh, regarding the announcement of the additional Fast Pass Pluses beginning mm-hmm. uh, April 28th by Indecisive on the Theme Parks Board. Um, uh, post number six, the number six thread. Uh, Anna and Elsa Stampede this morning was insane <laughs> by Rosebud123 on the Theme Parks Board. This was talking about the first day Anna and Elsa were in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> And the insanity that ensued at Rope Drop. Um, and again, interesting thread. Um, number five, this just in from Disney Parks blog. I forgot what that one was about. I read it and I just, I'm forgetting yeah. it. Uh, Soren uh, Over, New Jersey. Great name, by the way, <laughs> on the theme parks board. Uh, number four, uh, Free Dining 2014 by Britt Marie on Disney Rumors. Imagine that. And News. And. Uh, yeah, imagine that. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Fast Pass Plus opening by Steffi Katz on Theme Parks Board was number three. Number two, Fast Pass Plus Basic Info, the venerable thread that uh, I think may have a shot at winning Thread of the Year. Yeah. Um, uh, by Mesa Boy 2 on Theme Parks Board. And of course, this is, you know, it, it only needed a day or two to get to number one. And it was number one by a pretty big margin. Free Dining 2014 by Black 562, uh, the thread that uh, uh, leaked the, the correct dates. It's, and it's correct as far as I'm concerned, because right. they were going to release it on May 1st, and they didn't, because they were trying to teach somebody on the internet mm-hmm. a lesson. That's uh, on the Disney discounts codes, Disney discount codes and rates subform on disboards.com. So, those are our top 10 threads from Disboards for the month of April. And finally, we have next week's poll. While we're talking about free dining, poll question's pretty simple. How important is free dining to you when booking Walt Disney World vacations? Is it very important? Without it, you're not going to Walt Disney World. Is it somewhat important? You hope for it, but you're going anyway. Or is it not important at all? You head out to facebook.com slash disunplugged. Poll will be up a little later on this afternoon and will run through Monday morning of next week. And as we do every week, if uh, we select one name at random from the people who submitted answers to our poll, and that person will win a $50 Disney gift card. So that is going to do it for uh, our new show this week. For those of you watching live, stay tuned for... Dustin's attempt to find the best of the best. Why don't you explain a little bit about what you're going to be doing? So we're going to have three different categories of attractions. Uh, thrill rides, slower rides, and live action stage shows. We're going to bracket them like a tournament style and see which is the best in each category. All right. So that's coming up next for those of you watching live. That's going to do it for me this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Stay out of the damn lakes.